Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome on into the Wolverine.com podcast. Clayton Safey along with Anthony Broom and Chris Ballas. We're recording here on a Thursday morning before... March Madness, the big games coming up here. Michigan not in it, obviously. We'll talk about them in the NIT. I know it's disappointing. It takes some of the uh, the fun away, but we will uh, would much rather be somewhere at, on site, you know, covering an NCAA tournament. But we'll get to Michigan in the NIT. We will talk a little bit about the tournament, some Big Ten teams that could make a run at the end briefly. We'll get into uh, Jet Howard not playing the other night. His future, Joey Baker, his future. Uh, which is something new that has popped up recently. We'll get to all that. Uh, Before we do, make sure to like this video. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button if you want the Michigan football team to win the national championship next year. So if you you do, you are going to hit that thumbs up. If you don't hit the thumbs up, it means you don't want Michigan to win the national championship. So make sure to hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Head to thewolverine.com. As always, $29.99 gets you premium access all the way through august 31st so take advantage of that and we are brought to you by my perfect franchise are you ready to leave the corporate rat race for the american dream sounds pretty good fellas uh looking for a side hustle while working your current job wanting to diversify build wealth and or leave a legacy andy can help andy is a franchise consultant as well as a franchise owner and helps people find franchises that fit their skill sets financial requirements time to commit and more His services are 100% free, and he's here to help you if you have any questions about business ownership. So hit up Andy Ludke, uh, a good friend of ours who we were able to meet with a couple weeks ago, talk about his business, talk about our partnership with him. Go to www.myperfectfranchise.net. You can hit him up on the phone at 404-973-9901. Email him, Andy, at myperfectfranchise.net. Uh, and head to his website. You can book a time with him on Andy's calendar at www.myperfectfranchise.net. So thank you to Andy for sponsoring and go and check him out. Great stuff there. Um, Let's get into some of the topics. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I have some, I have NIT fever. Uh, I love this tournament uh, as we we talked about on Monday. Uh, You know, the Michigan game was a very entertaining game. I will say that. I mean, from an aesthetic standpoint, the fact that we were courtside as well, fast moving, 90 to 80. Uh, I was one point off on my prediction. But uh, I have NIT fever, guys. That was a fun game the other night, and I, I, I ended up watching uh, you know, the Vanderbilt game after that. I think the only prescription is more cowbell. So, um, you know what, or more winning. Because with Clemson losing, now Michigan might get another home game. Yes. If the Wolverines can win at Vanderbilt, which they certainly can, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's a tough matchup. I'm like, okay, two things. It's still an NIT team, right, that they're playing. Uh, Michigan should probably has the talent to be in the NCAA tournament. So uh, I like Michigan's chances to win down there at noon. You know, uh, we will be three of the probably a couple dozen people watching that as NCAA tournament games go on. But we will be watching and we will be covering it. And um, you know what? You're there. You might as well make the most of it. It's exactly what Juwan Howard said. I loved his message after the game. He said, 
who are we to think we're beneath the NIT? And I liked Hunter Dickinson's message when he said, you know what, we're playing for the guys who wore the uniform before us, and we owe that to them. And he's absolutely right. Now, I just wish they'd done that a little bit more during the regular season as well in some of those non-conference games. But you know what? You take the hand that's dealt or that uh, that basically you dealt yourself, and you make the most of it. And that's what they did the other day. Yeah, Clay, if it lasts longer than four hours, you should probably call a doctor. Um, <laughs> yes. It sounds like it has. The game was Tuesday night, so exactly. I'm worried about you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think I said it when we when we spoke Monday in that if you're going to be in this tournament, you may as well win your first game. And if you're going to win your first game, you may as well win your second game, et cetera, et cetera. So now that kind of the only – I don't want to say the only thing between Michigan and Vegas is Vanderbilt, but – all of a sudden, you know, Clemson loses this thing. This field kind of, quote unquote, opens up for you. Um, again, I, you know, you look at the talent that's on this team and, and it's been so frustrating that it hasn't all been able to come together. But um, why not now? I mean, anything that happens in this tournament, prob- you know, it's not going to change the narrative of what this season ultimately was. But if you can if you can scrape some semblance of positive momentum out of this next couple of weeks of basketball, um, if it does go the next couple of weeks, it could be over Saturday. We don't know, but anything you can do to kind of start getting everyone sailing in the same direction, heading into a pretty critical off season for uh, a lot of people in that program, I think is good. And something I liked about the Toledo game is that, you know, Toledo comes out early, kind of punches them in the mouth. I mean, they just come at you offensively. They make shots, um, you know, they were pesky enough on defense early on. Uh, I, I liked that Michigan had a counter punch and that Toledo punched back and Michigan punches back. It never looked like a group that was just waiting for, you know, waiting for their season to come, you know, to come to an end. So uh, I like that. Um, I think from a win, forget wins and losses right now, just from like a state of the program culture perspective, I like the place that they're in coming off of uh, that Toledo win. So a lot of things need to change moving forward. A lot of things can't change until we get to the off season, but you know, for one night in a weird tournament atmosphere in your home building, uh, you were able to play, I thought a quality game against a quality opponent. So onward. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes total sense to play. I love Jawan Howard's answer talking about that. And he, I don't know, maybe he threw a little bit of a shade at North Carolina. Uh, what was the other team that, that didn't play? Was there, was there another team? Uh, someone said there are a couple teams that declined invites. But it was I, just one. Yeah, the only one I know of is North Carolina. But um, in, in, I don't know if you guys saw this, but some of North Carolina's parents were interviewed for an article on, I don't know, ESPN or USA Today or by one of the national guys. And and a couple of them said that they wish their team would have played. Uh, it, was, it came down to a player vote that was anonymous and a lot of those veteran guys decided not to, but there are plenty of guys that wanted to competitors compete. That's, that's just something that, that comes to mind for me. And two, it's like, I mean, these guys have been waiting their whole lives to, to play in college basketball games. Why waste opportunities? And I thought Michigan made the most of theirs the other night and you listening to guys like Joey Baker, who we'll talk about in just a minute uh, and Hunter Dickinson talk about how, you know, especially Joey, you know, he, he doesn't know if this is going to be his last college game, you know, potentially coming up. Uh, any of these games could be. So they want to make the most of those opportunities. And I thought Michigan did that. Um, you know, I thought it was a good effort. And, you know, they I think they might be the most talented team in this field. We will see. I mean, Clemson was kind of one of those one seeds. 
and uh, and they fall. And then you look at Michigan too; they probably have the best player in the tournament. So it, it turns into kind of what we talked about last year with the NCAA, where it's like, wait, I mean, yeah, Michigan has underperformed, but I mean, they still have the talent to beat anybody, especially a, a field of NIT teams on any night. You got Vanderbilt now, a hot team, ten and two in their last twelve. Jerry Stackhouse as the coach. Really disappointed in a way that we will not see Liam Robbins against Hunter Dickinson. He is out for the season. They had some good battles when he was at Minnesota a couple years ago. Um, but I think that that's advantage Michigan. We will see Colin Smith, former Michigan target, who was uh, shooting the ball well from three. Um, but, I, you know, if they get out of this weekend, I think they are going to Vegas, as you kind of alluded to, Anthony. And I will say this, too. If UAB comes to town next week, we get to see Jelly Walker, who is uh, the college basketball world fell in love with at this time last year. That's uh, assuming they win. Player. Yeah, assuming, assuming they win, UAB dude. beats Moorhead State, which just beat Clemson. That's a quad right. one win, I'm pretty sure. So they're still building <laughs> that resume up. But, no uh, more quads, Clay. It's I know. All, it's all quad five at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, let's talk about Jet Howard. So Jet Howard uh, – I mean, decides not to play, I guess. You know, he was emotional. Jawan Howard said that that he wasn't able to go with the ankle injury. I mean, he was moving around pretty decently in, in warm-ups, but I understand he's been dealing with that for a long time. I understand it. It's the NIT. You know, why push it if you're not 100%, that sort of thing. Uh, at the same time, I think it rubbed a lot of people in the fan base the wrong way, and, and I don't blame them necessarily for that. You know, you were willing to fight through it against Rutgers, uh, you know, but you're not willing to do it now. Um, it's it's a tough call. I understand both sides of it. Uh, Michigan plays well the other night without Jet Howard. Now, Toledo's, you know, not a good defensive team. They're terrible. Um, you know, I think Jet maybe would have had some issues defensively. So did Joey Baker. So did plenty of guys on the floor because Toledo is very good on offense. But um, Michigan 3-1 and one now with Jet Howard not in the lineup. You go back to the Michigan State game. They finished strong after he got hurt. You go back to the Northwestern game. Uh, in Evanston and you know he was benched kind of early in that second half they made a nice run there kind of pulled away uh, and you know he, he played down the stretch in that game as well but but there were several minutes there that really keyed that run with Joey Baker on the floor so before we talk about Joey specifically but but Jet Howard um, what do you guys make of him not playing it, it seems like we may have seen the last of him in a Michigan uniform and um, just thoughts overall on the way Michigan played without him uh, again as I wrote yesterday, if this was his, if Rutgers was his last game in a Michigan uniform, then he goes down as a footnote in Michigan basketball history, frankly, fair or not, as a guy who, boy, you know what, this is, you know, the Jet Howard era was uh, a huge disappointment, not not just his fault, you know what, he doesn't play in a tournament, uh, he did some things, you know, you try not to be too harsh here, right, because it is so so hard to coach your kid. Number one with Juwan Howard, uh, you know, listen to Dan Dockage talk about it. And he said, you better be really good. You better be the best player on the team or you better be the worst player on the team. Otherwise, you're going to be the focal point of the fan base. And he absolutely was. There's no question about it. And sometimes, though, that was deserved, guys. The failure to box out at the free throw line was the turning point of the Rutgers game. Uh, if that were me. Uh, how I don't know how you leave on that note, you know, and I've said that, you know, wow, you know, that would be really tough to stomach. My dad's the coach and this is how I'm going out. And uh, do I think he'd be playing if it were the NCAA tournament? Absolutely. I do. I don't think uh, there's much doubt about that. So um, 
all that said, if he were to come back and, you know, have a great off season and a commitment to defense and getting better and on both ends of the floor. And if he were frankly, more of a residual player, I think Kobe, this is Kobe Bufkin's team. If he comes back, then I think you've got something, but uh, I don't know that that he'd be, that that would be a role that he would be 100% behind. Uh, I'm not saying he's not a team player. I'm just saying he's, you know, been the alpha here and wants to be the alpha anyway. And so uh, I think it could be tough. I think it could be tough for chemistry. So lots of things to factor in there. Uh, and again, not blaming him for all of Michigan's ills this year. I just thought there was, he had more to give. So uh, it'd be disappointing if that were the way he went out at the same time, you can't deny that this team plays pretty well without him too. So um, we'll see what the future holds for him. Wouldn't surprise me either way, frankly, if he came back or if he left. So uh, right now, I think Anthony wrote the article that he's 14th in one mock draft. I can't believe he would go that high, but Again, they draft on potential, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, odd, to say the least, that he wasn't um, – Clayton and I had noticed it before the game that he just wasn't just wasn't out there with the team uh, when they warmed up, probably about 45 minutes before the game, and then eventually would come out. Um, I almost feel like I've, I've said what I can say on Jet Howard at this point. I feel like uh, – I just feel like – the proof has kind of been in, I, I pushed back against the narrative for a lot of this season, but uh, you know, you see how they played in the, that three game win streak right before the end of the year. Um, Jet comes back and, and played well in a couple of those games, but the Rutgers game was bad. And honestly, like I wrote about it, uh, I think last week coming out of the big 10 tournament that if they're going to play in the NIT and if you have one foot out the door, you may as well have two. And somehow some way, and I'm not being mean about it, he's still seen as a lottery pick. And if that's the case, and, and his ankle just hasn't been right, and credit to him too from like a makeup perspective that, you know, if his ankle hasn't been right all year, that he has, you know, we know for a fact he's fought Juwan a few times on uh, playing much sooner than than uh, maybe the plan was. Yeah, just rest it up and go to the NBA. Like, salutations, uh, because this team is playing, has played it's best basketball over the last month without him. And that's, uh, that's just kind of the fact of the matter. So uh, Jet Howard, I think he's don't, I don't mistake or I don't mix up what's happened on the court with who he is off the court. I know he's, he's a great kid. I know he does a lot. Um, he's done a lot for, I think Mott, uh, the children's hospital and all that. But uh, from a basketball perspective, um, things have flowed better recently of late and, you know, it hurts their depth because it's already not a deep team. But, you know, right now you look at this tournament and and we're trying to build some momentum going into next year, right? Like this is a program that is trying to just take any semblance of good good vibes it can into this offseason. Doug McDaniel the other night played one of his better games, which uh, I think is a positive for them. The more basketball they play in a tournament setting, I think is going to be better for his development. So uh, from that perspective, I mean, I'm – at this point, I'm only interested in, you know, the guys that will be here next year when I when I view this tournament. And um, to me, it's it's. I mean, the writing is pretty much on the wall where this is headed with Jet Howard. I do think he'll go to the draft and stay in the draft. We'll see what happens with Kobe, but yeah, I'm all about the guys that are on the floor. And and the guys on the floor the other night were, uh, I was impressed. So I know no one's gonna go crazy over a win over Toledo, but. Um, 
that could have been a team that just mailed it in coming off of, you know, a three game losing streak to end of the year, a complete dud of a performance against Rutgers. Uh, I give the guys that played all the credit in the world. And I hope to see the guys that played the other night continue to keep it going. Clay, do you think that the the Joey Baker news is uh, coincidental with the Jet Howard thing? That's what I was thinking about after the game. I'm like, wait a minute. Yep. You know what? They know they need a new wing. Yeah. I was yep. going to bring that up. So there's only so many spots. Let's transition into Joey Baker. But before we do, we have to talk about our friends at Prize Picks. Uh, is, is March Madness. Basketball season is here. I don't know if I can say March Madness. Uh, there isn't a better way to enjoy watching your favorite team than by playing daily fantasy with our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the simplest form of real money daily fantasy sports and just pits you against the numbers. At Prize Picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Whether you're a fantasy sports nut or a casual fan looking to add some excitement to the games, Prize Picks is the perfect game for you. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and many more. It's the best way to have action on the game in states like Michigan, Kentucky, Alabama, Florida, Texas, Georgia, and over 70% of the United States. Prize Picks is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada, not Ontario. You simply select two to five players. Predict if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry uh, this week. And, you know, maybe people will check me after the fact because these games may happen before they listen. But I have Jalen Slauson, uh, Furman forward, who is uh, fantastic. More than 12 and a half points against Virginia. I actually have Furman pulling off that upset in that game. And then I have Brandon Miller for Alabama. Uh, my mouse slipped and, and picked Brandon Miller to go more than 20 and a half points against whatever 16 seed they play. Uh, sorry that my mouse slipped there. It's just wrong place, wrong time. But uh, what do you guys have oh this God. week? It's crazy. I have the exact opposite of you again. Left I don't, on that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, what are the odds that those are the two that we would pick? Right. So, I mean, and just, I mean, we're just on the same wavelength. So uh, I'm going less than on both. And um, okay. for the, opposite reasons that you spoke of so there you have it head to head head to head we'll see who the better man is clay that's true so. this will determine it right right here <laughs> ab what do you got uh somehow some way wrong place wrong time brandon miller also wound up in my price wow. picks, going with more wow. than 20 and a half points um both wrong. We, pairing that with uh kyle filipowski of Duke going more than 16 and a half points against Oral Roberts, uh, both these games on Thursday. So those are my picks this week. No, no soliloquies for me. I like it. I like it. Um, download the prize picks app or visit prizepicks.com. Sign up using the code Wolverine to get an instant 100% bonus up to a hundred dollars on your first deposit. So if you deposit a hundred dollars, prize picks will give you a hundred you deposit 50 prize picks will give you 50 don't forget that's the Prize Picks app or PrizePicks.com and the code Wolverine. This is the perfect time of year to get involved, folks. So uh, go and do that right now. All right, let's talk scholarship numbers because Michigan's one over right now, heading into next season. Obviously, there's going to be attrition. Things always work them, their ways out. I remember after Jawan Howard's first year, or really towards the end of his first year, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like if everybody comes back, they're going to have 16, 17 guys on scholarship. It just 
has a way of working itself out. Guys kind of know what they're going to do, it seems like, especially at this time of year. Because remember, we got the news that Austin Davis was coming back. It's like, how is how are they going to have room for this? But they did. Uh, so they're only one over right now. That's if Jalen Llewellyn is back. It seems like he will be based on the senior day stuff. He wasn't honored. But Jawan Howard was a little bit noncommittal there. He said, let's get him healthy, and then we'll see what happens. I think it's it's smart and fair on Michigan's part to kind of see what they have there and how things heal. Um, but so you have that you're at 14. If Joey Baker were to come back and somehow receive a waiver, which I think is a pretty big, if, um, you know, there's not a ton of precedent on this. He played in four games, 18 minutes as a freshman. He kind of got screwed over. I thought by Duke based on the fact that Zion goes down and they have to start, uh, you know, they burn his red shirt really. And then they kind of screwed him at the end too. They, they, uh, he's, they said, don't walk on senior day. You're coming back next year. And then turns out they didn't have a spot for him. So ends up at Michigan. I think it's Michigan's game. But what do you guys make of the fact that Joey Baker is going to try? And with the NCAA, too, I worry that this is going to drag out. I worry that, you know, maybe they're going to bank on that. And then, you know, you, you have potential, you know, guys in the transfer portal that were options that maybe you don't get. So there's a lot of things that factor in here. But what do you guys think about the Joey Baker news? I think it's good news for Michigan, for one. Uh, Michigan's 11 and two when he hits multiple threes, he's averaging 1.3 made threes per game, uh, 40.2% from deep, you know, he's a shooter and, and he's helped this year. I would love it. Uh, I think that, you know what, he's getting further and further away from that injury. And, you know, if he plays with yeah. confidence, then he's a guy that can really help them. Do I think the NCAA is going to be looking to do Michigan any favors at this point? That's something that we have to take into consideration as <laughs> so well. Are we right? going to blame Jim Harbaugh here? We if, No, but I will blame the NCAA, you yeah. know. I mean, you yeah. know, when you look at Burgergate on the football side, and it's like, well, we'll show Michigan. You know, I they always – yeah. yeah, I didn't either until just now, and it bugs me to think about it because the NCAA and its infinite wisdom, you know, will probably say, well, you know, the kid probably got, you know, free breakfast over at the Brown Jug. We'll know. get Joey Baker an extra year if Jim Harbaugh says that he lied. Exactly. Him. There you go. <laughs> so, Jim will be like, sorry, Joey. <laughs> exactly. Yep. But uh, take one for the team here, kid. No, but um, you know what? Um, I think there will be at least two lead, maybe three from this team, you know, and I think some of the, some of them are obvious. We don't speculate on kids' futures if they're going to transfer or, you know, we, we will speculate on whether or not kids will leave for the NBA. I think if Jet Howard leaves for the NBA, I think actually the chances that Kobe Bufkin comes back go up. You know, he knows he's going to be the man on this team and he's going to have a chance to be a lottery pick next year, maybe a top 10 pick if he plays as well as we think he can. And man, did that kid blossom. Uh, I love watching him play. So, um, you know, you hate to say that would be the preferred. You, you, what you would love is for, you know, everybody to accept the role. And then you've got a couple of NBA guys out there and Jet Howard and Kobe Bufkin, if they can coexist. And uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just mean from a basketball standpoint. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm not sure that's the, the best thing for this team, uh, frankly. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, but it'll work itself out. It always does. And maybe that's one of the reasons that Jawan Howard wouldn't speculate on Jalen Llewellyn. You know, if we have room, maybe we bring him back type of thing. So right. if, well, if, if Kobe yeah. and Jet come back, I mean, you may not. Right. Right. You want depth, but maybe Jalen wouldn't. Want I don't know. Exactly. So we'll see what happens, but uh, they'd still need to. Yeah, they, they have some decisions to make, too, about this roster. There are some things that need to be improved. And uh, but it starts really with getting Hunter Dickinson back and Kobe Bufkin back, in my opinion. That's where you get those two and Doug McDaniel and you've got a really nice nucleus. Yeah, for me, as far as Joey Baker goes, I mean, if he's back, great. I think he can be a really quality, you know, seventh, seventh or eighth guy. If he's your sixth man, I think that, uh, you know, I'll still probably have questions about the depth on this team. Uh, we'll see what happens from there. But yeah, I mean, from a from a, a roster perspective, you know, this team needs shooting. I mean, if Joey Baker leaves, they lose shooting, period. They won't get better from that perspective if he's not here. So we'll see what happens uh, with him. It would be, gosh, I mean, the sixth year is, you know, I know there are guys, I know, I think there are some guys that are playing in this tournament that are sixth and seventh year guys, or at least maybe that's the NFL draft. It's kind of bleeding <laughs> over right now, but, um, you know, college for seven years, uh, you know, that's not for what's, what's the line, Chris? They're called doctors. That's right. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I like Joey Baker. I think that, you know, as as we would talk to him more, more and more throughout the year, you could see him kind of, you know, there was more of a comfort level. I think that by the end of the year, he's probably one of the team's better leaders. Um, just because, you know, he's by proxy the oldest guy on the team, uh, given how young they are. So, yeah, I mean, Joey Baker is, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not sure he's a guy you'll ever play 30 minutes a night. I just don't know that physically uh, he's able to handle that. But yeah, Joey Baker is, uh, I think that'd be a good, a good re-addition, uh, but they're going to need more. I think they need a starting four. I think they need, uh, if not Llewellyn, they're going to need another point guard somewhere. Um, so yeah, a lot of questions still. Um already some good guys in the portal. I think uh, some of our friends from Toledo may have started to trickle into the portal as of this morning. So maybe, you know, we saw Jawan giving a few of those guys the long handshake after the game. Did somebody so, go in? Yeah. Who is it? I just saw, me. I, I literally just looked on Twitter and someone said that five Toledo rockets are in the transfer portal. So I don't know. Oh, we got to see who. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but you sure it's uh, not like field hockey or something, right? <laughs> Maybe I'm not sure. Basketball. Literal rockets. I, I yeah. have a hard time keeping my field hockey and and college basketball Twitter separate. Understood. So. But yeah, I'm excited. We'll to tell. Yeah. Okay, I got the list, and they're not all right. So we were joking, or at least I think Anthony and I before the game were sitting there. Right, I was like, I'm I'm scouting on on uh, transfer portal tonight too. I mean, you never know with some of these mid majors. And Ray J. Dennis is is really good. JT Shoemate played well. Uh, Elijah Wilson, EJ Farmer, who came off the bench. I think he hit a couple shots. GJ Wallace, uh, Cooper Jacoby, and Cooper Davis. 
one of those spelled with a K, one of them with a C. Uh, hmm. So nobody that really stands out from from Toledo. But that's interesting that they're starting to flood the portal. It's going to be a mess. It's just a bunch I of mid-majors right now. Michigan reached out to BJ Mack, uh, a forward out of Wofford who can shoot a little bit. He's pretty big. Uh, he's six foot eight. So we'll kind of see what comes of that. It's just reached out at this point. I mean, there's a lot that's going to go to it. Guys are hearing from, and they're happy to tell some of these national reporters. They've heard from 30 teams or whatever reached out. So we'll kind of see what comes of all that. But I agree they need shooting. BJ Mack can shoot a little bit. Uh, he shot 40% this year in conference play, 40% overall. Last season, 80% free throw shooter. So uh, we'll see what comes of that. But, yeah, Joey Baker, I mean, I, I would welcome it. And I do think there's a possible indication there that they know what's going to happen with Jet, but man, do I not trust the NCAA? Uh, I really don't. So we will see what happens there. Uh, real quick before we go, NCAA tournament, as we said at the top, obviously a little bit different without Michigan in it this season, but it still should be fun. We got some day basketball starting this afternoon. We got the Thursday and Friday are like the two best days, in my opinion. You get 16 games apiece. It's just constant. They were. I was watching CBS last night, or actually it was True TV after the – first four games they were going through the whole schedule for Thursday. I was like getting chills thinking about, Oh, we got even like a 10 o'clock tip. It's going to take us all the way through midnight. So I'm excited. You guys have, I don't, Chris, you said you were going to wing a bracket before the games today. So I don't know if you have a final four or anything, but any final four takes, who's going to win it all. And then we can talk big 10 teams in a second too. Uh, I just don't care. I got to be honest. It's, you know what? I, I would, I'll just say this. Don't bet on any big 10 teams to get to the elite eight. Let's put it that way. So uh, that's what I know about this tournament and having seen the big 10 this year. Um, they're just okay. You give me one team out there that you think, okay, boy, this team, it could really do some damage. And I'm like, nah, I'm not seeing it. So wouldn't even surprise me if none of them got to the sweet 16 again, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not crazy about any of. Uh, I, this is the year where I've just stared at my bracket like an idiot, and um, the second I finish filling one out, I want to rip it up and, and go on to the next one. But that means you'll probably um, do well. I mean, exactly. When I feel pick good the, about I mine, it's, pick yeah. the prettiest colors. You know. Yeah, it so, can work. Yeah. One year, my wife yeah. did that, and she, you know, she just about won the thing. So, Jeez. except I think that her last uh, team was like a 16 seed or something, or, or maybe it was the year that George Mason won, I think. Ooh. So, yeah. So, I'd love to say yeah. it was skill. It was not. Sometimes that's prettiest yes. color, best mascot, uh, yep. whatever floats your boat, uh, whatever it takes. But uh, I have, I did land on UConn over Alabama in the title game. I think Alabama is, wow. I won't say head and shoulders better than everyone else, but uh, they are young. Uh, I think at some point there's going to be an experienced team that gives them a lot of, a lot of issues. Uh, and there's also the dark cloud of everything that's happened with them over the last couple of months. So I don't know if I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't pick them to not go to the title game, but it also would feel weird if they won at all, just given everything that's happened. So, I have UConn over Alabama, Final Four, uh, Alabama, Duke, Xavier, and UConn. Uh, I think the Big Ten stinks, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were all done this weekend. Yeah, the problem with the Big Ten is, like, all those teams except Purdue and Indiana are 7-10 to 10 seeds. Like, you're, you're not really supposed to make the Sweet 16. So I don't think it'll quite be as, as much of, like, crashing and burning if they don't, if or, you know, especially if they only get one or whatever. But – so it won't be like as embarrassing because that means they're all getting upset or whatever, like Illinois a couple of years ago and things like that. But it will be, uh, you know, an another year of the Big Ten 
doesn't perform that well. Uh, I got Alabama, Marquette, Houston, and UCLA. I got Houston over Alabama in the title. We'll see. Houston playing at home kind of factored in for me and Alabama being young. And Houston just – those guys are just dudes on that team. Like, just the athleticism and everything. They can get Marcus Sasser healthy. But Purdue's the team that obviously has the best chance, I think, to make a run out of the Big Ten. But then they have Memphis in the second round potentially. I thought that was a bad draw for them. They're going to press the hell out of them and make those freshman guards bring it up. Uh, Dark horse Big Ten teams, Illinois and Penn State, just because they can get hot. Penn State's never dead in a game. I mean, they they can come back. We saw it on Sunday against Purdue. So I guess, but I don't like either of those draws either. I don't really like any of the draws for the Big Ten team. So, uh, you know, screw them. You know, let's let's have a, you know, if Michigan's not going to be in, maybe everybody can suffer. Maybe that's the way. I'm all right with that. Um, I I Furman. Furman's my upset pick, by the way. So we will see what happens there. Uh, any other takes on the NCAA tournament? No. No. Just give it to me all. <laughs> I'm more of an NIT I just, guy anyway. We've got, yeah, we've got uh, availability, Michigan football availability coming up at 1 o'clock. So we're going to be, you know, right as these upsets are taking place, we're going to be in there interviewing some uh, Michigan football players. I'm okay with that. So I just, yeah. I just can't wait to, like, be so stuffed on basketball that I fall asleep on the couch and I wake up and impractical jokers is on yeah, the best time. That day. happened to me I the other night. That. I didn't fall asleep, but it, next thing you know, I look up and impractical jokers is on. So who's wow. your favorite joker? Uh, who's the one Joe. that left Joe? Joe. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Everybody likes Joe like, the best. I, like I don't know why, but I like Murr. I love the way they pick on him. So and I like how, yeah, it cracks me up. All right. There we go. So enjoy Impractical Jokers, everybody. Enjoy the tournament. We will be back on Monday. As Chris said, we got some football availability. We'll get to talk to J.J. McCarthy this afternoon. So we'll see what comes of that and uh, have coverage at thewolverine.com for premium access all the way through August 31st, right up until the season, just $29.99. So go check out that deal right now. It will not last forever. And every day that goes by, it gets worse slightly. Uh, So take advantage right away right now like the video if you're watching on youtube subscribe to our channel thank you very much for watching and we'll see you next time step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.